What's up? What's up, everyone? It is Tuesday evening. Welcome to Quantum Inspirations. I am so super excited and honored to have my second interview of the podcast. We are going to be speaking with an intuitive healer. Her name is Shelly Ann Ziegley. Not only is she an amazing intuitive healer and spiritual coach, but she is an MMA goddess. She's an MMA fighter, and she's going to be talking to us about her journey within that. Um, And then we're going to ask her some questions about her practice. She is also the vice president of an amazing foundation um, that she's going to share with us as well. So we're going to go ahead and bring her in. Hello. Welcome. Welcome, Shelly. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. I'm so honored to have you. I think you are absolutely amazing. So oh, thank you. Oh, my pleasure. So let me tell you guys a little bit about um, how we connected. Um, yes. It's all about divine connection, isn't it? Uh, yes. So I found Shelly just on Facebook. I don't know if you were in one of my friend's suggestions or what, but I saw you and I was like, something deeply resonated with me. Um, and I, so I clicked on your one of your lives and I was listening to you and you spoke to my soul. Um, mm-hmm. We definitely have a connection in the way that we think. And you're a mom, I'm a mom. Um, and then I started watching you and I was like, what? She's a freaking MMA fighter. This is absolutely <laughs> amazing. And so I just started this podcast a couple of months ago. It's on a sports network. And I was like, I've interviewed um, one other fighter, but we, and she's very much into law of attraction. Like she gets it. Mm-hmm. We had a really cool conversation a couple of weeks ago. But then when I saw you, I was like, ooh, this is like, I'm being led down that path. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, ooh, I've got to ask her if she'll come on. So super honored to have you. Um, Let's just start out. I would love to just hear a little bit, a little bit about who Shelly is. Tell us about you, um, about your motherhood, and a little bit about your practice, maybe. Sure. All right. So my name is Shelly Ann Ziegley. Thank you for the beautiful intro, Monica. I am man. I am so many things. So <laughs> right off the hop. Um, I can go into the mother aspect. I'm a mother of eight children. So I have birthed seven children myself and I have a stepson that I raise full time. So being a mother, I became a mother at 17 years old and I have had gaps within that process where um, I didn't have children and I focused on education, on career, um, on building myself. And um 
Yeah, I met my husband now and we have five children together. So being a mom is a major part of my journey. But, but I know that being a mom alone is not enough for most of us. We have purpose. We have a calling. We have, we have a, a part of us that we have to nurture, love, develop, grow um, along with being a mom. So and that for me is really a guiding, a guiding force showing my children that you are not limited by being a mom. All you are is you have to get really, really creative with right. what you do. Okay. Um, the intuitive part of my work, I've always been, I guess, what you could call psychic, but not knowing that that's what I was. It just is part of how I am. So as I went through my professional career in counseling, I noticed that there was a part of me that was always working that um, was, well, picking up information and relaying it. And I realized that this part of me um, is more valuable than working within a system. So I left that job and I started my own practice where I just rented an office in a naturopathic store and I started taking clients and using my intuitive gifts and you know my site to help people expand and grow and you know experience you know a life from limits and suffering to expansive, right? So that's my journey. I've learned how to um, heal. Essentially, you talk about the quantum world. I see the quantum world with my physical eyes. So I've learned how to really work in that, that area and teach other people how to work in that area. Now, the sports part of my journey, that is my husband. My husband is a personal trainer. He is an MMA. He, he's like involved in it and like it's his world. So it always has been his world. And I've always watched him interested, but I've been having babies for the last fucking five years, excuse my language, but really, and uh, how this fight came about, I'm connected with a fighter quite close. Um, she's quite high up in the political world, but her side thing is fighting. And one day I just responded, to I looked at her stories. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Like, I haven't done this for so long. And she's like, do you want to set up a fight? I got a sponsor. Do you want to set up a fight? And I said, sure. Why not? <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. So that's how it all started. I made an agreement nursing my baby in bed, right? At nighttime, I have this random invite for a fight. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Let's let's do this. Wow, so, that's amazing. So mm -hmm. what what is it inside of you mm -hmm. that I mean that is bold. Like that is a serious mm -hmm. leap. I couldn't imagine saying, yeah, it's bold. saying yes to that. I know what the body can do and I know what my mind can do and I know what energy is. So I understand mm -hmm. all of these components coming together. And I am a huge component for like limits are so self, we create them and we say them and we buy into them and they're bullshit. And nobody, in my opinion, has more limits put on them than mothers, right? right. We are told to fit in a box. We are told to whatever. And um, I've been battling that my whole life and showing a different, not even a battle, but just showing something different. Mm -hmm. So when I think about this fight, 
I'm not doing it for just me. I'm doing it for my six daughters. I have six daughters, right? And every other woman and mother out there who thinks that they can't do something because of one age, two, being a mother, and maybe even just being a woman or a wife or whatever. So that I'm motivated by something bigger, if that makes sense. Absolutely, it does. Mm -hmm. So tell me about training. What are you doing? Physical, mental, mm -hmm. spiritual, like tell me some of your process. So right now I'm doing a 5k run every day. So I started that process. Like literally we're, we're two weeks in, I couldn't even flip a tire on my first training session. Okay. I can, don't worry guys. I can do the tire quite well now. Um, <laughs> I'm doing my 5k run every day and I have strength exercises that I'm alternating before, but quite literally I'm like building myself from nothing. So I have to really listen to my body and know what what needs to happen here right core strength has to be developed like all of all of my muscles have to come together and work together and essentially build in four and a half months what would take other people years and years so there's a lot of uh, i say other people because the mental game right the mental mm -hmm. and the energetic component is really important um for this and it's it's go it already has the my trainer said like what i've done in a week is is like blows his fucking mind right so um yeah it's i guess you could call it meditation kind of where i'm just accessing my body and asking it to work for me and to to build for me and listening to what it needs so I have a professional trainer coming out to the farm. We live on a farm on 27 acres of land, a self-sustainable farm. And they come out here and work with me out here. That's awesome. So mm -hmm. there's a question. Are you grappling and sparring and training? Did you, can you hear me? Yeah, it cut just a little bit there. What's the question? Are, are you grappling and sparring and training? Yeah. yeah. So like I said, my husband's an MMA trainer, guys. So don't think I have no exposure to this. I do. I have a lot of exposure to this. So yes, we're grappling, jujitsu, um, kickboxing. One of the trainers I have out here is Mutai. So I'm working a lot on my stance. Um, I'm working a lot on, you know, different... Um, whatever we call them what do we call them jabs hooks duh, 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 and all of that one thing that you guys will find interesting about me um is i don't get hyped up in the language i don't i know what i have to do and i know if i try to learn an entire skill like jujitsu if i try to become a master of jujitsu and i study it i'm going to overwhelm myself and I'm not, it, it's impossible. It's quite literally impossible. So there's an element of trust going into it, learning um, the main moves, knowing what my opponent is going to try to do to me. So she's a professional wrestler. Um, she's definitely gonna try to take me down. She's going to want me down quick, 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 quick. So I, you know, good thing I have a wrestling background. I'm aware of wrestling quite well as well. And I mean, we're talking like 17 years ago. So, but still we have muscle memory. Yeah. Our bodies know. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so tell me about like, I think of, um, there are a lot of professional athletes that are really into visualization. 
Mm-hmm. Like most top athletes are visualizing. Okay. They're really stepping into that feeling of winning. Mm-hmm. Are you doing that? I'm sure you are. Um, right now, I don't care so much about the winning. I, I, I see an end result. I have it and I'm holding it. And I'm not actually telling anyone what that end result is because it's no one's fucking business. Because the other thing is people will come in and try to interrupt your vision sometimes, right? So it's like what my end result is, is mine. It's mine. I don't have to tell anyone else what it is, but I hold it and I know it inside me, if that makes sense. I know what my end result is. So the visualization for me is really about my body building. Like my body has to be able to take this. Like this is real world, real life. I have to be able to physically match it. And I cannot wait to show my body. I have pictures from the very beginning. Uh, I can't wait to show it. I like my whole thing where I get goosebumps all over my body is showing people what's possible because there's a whole lot out there we don't know. Oh, this is amazing. So this is like the essence of what my show is about. And my show is about your only competition is you. Mm -hmm. And how do you walk through life and learn to be very intentional about not comparing yourself to the outside world? So it's not about the first place, right? It's Mm -hmm. not about the second place. It's not about the comparison in relation to what you've done compared to what someone else has done. It is about what have you done for yourself within yourself to elevate yourself. Totally. So yeah. I, I I think that what you're doing is absolutely amazing and so, so um, like fundamental to really helping to heal the divine because mm-hmm. we live in a very masculine dominated world. But the masculine is good. But I mean, a control driven, power driven. Right. Yeah, it's so interesting because when I think of fighting, right, I'll tell you, I'll give you my take on it. It's masculine. I'm coming in there masculine. All my training is masculine, 100% masculine. But what happens is when we have a healthy masculine and feminine, we work together and we're balanced. So every time I train my ass off and I think I'm going to die, I come back into my home and I'm like, oh, thank God. Thank God I have this space. Thank God I'm a woman. Thank God for my children. I am so much more connected to my feminine through this accessing of the masculine. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. It's masculine. Like there's no getting around it. Like I'm swearing at my trainer. I tell him I fucking hate him. I'm going to kill him. I'm like, I'm mad. And he's laughing at me. He thinks it's so funny, but yeah, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about what you're teaching your children. This display, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and just you outside of the whole MMA fight. I mean, Mm -hmm. the way that you're living, you're modeling something very important to your children that I think is so beautiful, and I it resonates with me very deeply. Um, Let's talk about competition and what we're teaching our kids. Um, Just it's it's kind that's a very general question. but what ty- what kind of uh, values do you instill in your kids that really help them to um, not judge themselves based on the outside world in general? Totally. Okay. Well, that's a big question. I'm just going to go. I don't. I, I don't know where. where we're the hell this, but, okay. So 
anything's possible, right? And we all have a unique skill set and we all have a unique power within us. Mm -hmm. And in competition, it's about allowing that power in us to come out and to be seen. So we're allowing ourselves to be seen. And it, it isn't about the outcome. It isn't about if I don't win, I'm not the best or it means something about me. But in that process of competing and going against and allowing other people to compete, we're essentially allowing ourselves to be seen. And we're saying, like, look, this is the work I've put in. This is uh, my raw natural talent. This is, this is my essence. So when I think of competition, that's what it is to me. And it's healthy when we don't give it meaning based on, you know, winning or losing. There can only be one winner. So when we're talking with kids and we're talking, we got, you know, hundreds of kids competing in a sport. So one wins and the rest are toast. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not about that. Now, if you win, that's fucking awesome. And you did really, really good. And you should feel empowered and wonderful and, you know, all of that. But everyone else who comes in and shows up is equally, equally as special, um, as talented in their own way, right? So right. I feel like that's for my children. They're all so different. And it's, you know, my husband really is even better than me. I'm I'm really like up in the air, like like I quite literally live in a psychic world. My husband is grounded to the earth plane. And the shit that comes out of his mouth to my kids, I'm like, did you just say that? Right? So it it's like this part of you are in control our kids know they make their own choices they make their own decisions everything that happens externally to them other than you know the rules that the adults put in but letting them know that they actually are the creators mm -hmm. of their reality and letting them see that young because they they know it and they catch it right away so me doing this fight for my kids first of all some of them were scared they don't want to see their mom get bloodied up right so um, I had to go to them and say, listen, kids, I've seen myself in that octagon. I've seen myself fighting multiple, multiple times. I've just never spoke it out loud. I never had the fucking guts to speak that I wanted to do this. Right. Mm -hmm. So I told my kids, I've seen it. It's done. It's we're OK. We're safe here. I'm not I'm not dying. It's OK. We're all right. Um, but I'm doing this because there's a part of me that I haven't tapped into yet. And we're always growing, we're always evolving. And we don't stop because, you know, we're a mama seven, or we're 38 years old, we don't stop, we can keep going. Oh, that is so, so beautiful. I love that. Um, and I, I, I really am very um, intentional about helping my kids or not helping them. Um, you know, we get so we forget our truths, right? Mm -hmm. and our truths is that we create our own reality. Mm -hmm. And um, something I always like to do before any of my kids go into any sort of sports situation, any sort of competition situation is say, hey, you know, tap into mm -hmm. that feeling, you know, tap into the feeling. How are you going to feel when this is over when you mm -hmm. do well? Because it's not about the trophy. It's about the feeling that you believe you're going to achieve in the winning, in the completion of this. And um, my daughter, she was, she had a cold, but she had a show choir competition. 
And so like this, this, this goes into any part of life, right? I've got a performing arts. She's in performing arts. It's still competition. And she went in and she had a cold. And I told her, I was like, you know, your part, you need to rest your voice and you need to trust. You need to believe that everything's going to be okay because you know what you're doing and Mm -hmm. what you believe the outcome will be, will be the outcome. So just trust and allow. Well, she ended up taking the two individual awards. Um, She took soloist, um, number one soloist, and she took performer. Number one, like you did all that with a cold. See, like you just have to trust it. She's like, I know, trust and allow, trust and allow. And so for me, it's about the affirmations too. Affirmations, uh-huh. like, look, look what you did, uh-huh. and it goes awry. Look what you did. You totally credit for that, right? And when I do it, I'd say the same thing. Look what I did. What to, what sort of sports do your kids play? Or even, yeah. Um, okay, so my oldest daughter is 20 and she's into performing arts. So she okay. was always the best of the best in that realm. My daughter Jenna is 13 and she's a boxer and she's phenomenal. She's amazing. She's going to, we're going to see her do big things in the future. That's another reason why I'm doing this. Awesome. Um, then my other children are eight and younger. So they've been in Taekwondo, three of my children, Tova, Freya, and Valkyrie um, in Taekwondo. So they've competed. Um, one of them won the nationals. I don't, it doesn't matter. Um, Taekwondo. And then I have a almost three-year-old boy. He's not in nothing right now. Like we're just working with, you know, surviving in the real world and not destroying everything. Um, (laughs) so for me, you know, it's like, what do you want to do? My oldest daughter, I'll tell you guys something interesting because I had her when I was 17. So she grew up with me. I was 18, sorry, pregnant when I was 17. She grew up with me evolving. And this girl fought me on everything, okay? Like fought me, told me I'm crazy, I'm psychotic, I'm whatever. And I just held the space. I'm like, girl, you're doing this stuff whether you know you're doing it or not. So I always want parents to know your kids don't have to buy in. You don't need them to buy in. And you don't need them to agree with you. Just know you modeling it, it's happening, right? Mm. So now she's a social worker and she's you know in university and incredibly powerful. She does so much of what I, I told her. Now she doesn't wanna credit me, that's fine. I don't care, that's not right. our job. We don't right. need to be credited for this. If we do, then you know we need to do some inner work ourselves. Um, it'll work against us. If we're doing something to look to get credited, it always backfires. But if we're doing it, just knowing that this is for their highest good. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I love the like diversity. Isn't it fun? It, like you said, so all fun. of our kids are different. It's so oh. cool to see them like create their own path. And I agree with you. It's, you know, mm-hmm. we really, uh, we really have to resist the temptation to push our kids in a certain direction. And just really remember that they're sovereign beings and they came here to walk their own path too. So it's important for us to not impose on them too deeply, right? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I just, I grew up seeing that. I grew up seeing, you know, and I still see it. Parents that push their kids to live out their unlived fucking Mm, dream. Yes. Yes. Like, this is why moms, we have to look after ourselves and dads, why we need to do our work. 
because our dreams are not their dreams. And if we push our stuff onto them, they're going to be in therapy. They're going to have to unwind from all the bullshit that we put in. Right. So it's like, we can re-navigate. I always tell parents this when I'm working with them. We can re-navigate really quickly and get our, our shit together. Even if up till this very moment, we've been um, controlling, um, negative, condescending, even abusive, right? Um, we have the power in each and every moment to, to shift and to decide to do things a new way. And then when we do that, do those things a new way, uh, the ripple effect goes out to our children automatically even if they don't respond it just mm -hmm. happens so my thing to parents is like don't push your kids love your kids support them let them know if they don't want to be in the sport they're in let them let them get out like i i want to when i see parents do that yeah. because i mean there's accountability if they said they want to do something so we say okay let's finish out the season right. or don't let's let finish out yeah, let's finish that out. Okay, fine. Yeah. But if your kid says no, let their like let that let that be a thing, and you will thank them later in life when you're not worried about you know other things going on. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, we have another question. Why did you wait this long to get into the cage? And what <laughs> obviously has been inside of you for a while. Yeah. I have like, you guys, I am so diverse. I love everything. Like, I'm like, let me do this. Let me do that. Let me, you know, so it's like this, honestly, if I'm straight up honest with you guys, I bought into limits and it wasn't until the birth of my last daughter. She's almost a year old. That birth, something snapped inside me mm. and I'm like, okay, like, you're not going to hide anymore. You're not going to keep small anymore. You're here to do big things. You're going to speak up and you're going to do what you actually are here to do. So when it comes to the cage, you guys, okay, I'm going to backtrack. I'm going to tell you guys what happened. The real thing that happened when I was 17, 16, I was in wrestling. I was amazing at wrestling. I loved it. And I may get emotional here. Um, I went a wrong way. I'm not, let's not say wrong way. But there was a pivotal moment in my life where instead of staying with the sport, I chose to go a really difficult direction. I got really into drinking. I started skipping school. I went a really hard direction and left that world. So I always had this kind of subconscious punishing of myself mm. when it came towards that world. I, I had this feeling like I fucked up, right? So even as I conquered everything else in my journey, that still sat there. So it's interesting that it's come up because everything that we suppress eventually comes up. Right. And, and here it is. So it's like, I'm also in doing this healing, the 17 year old part of myself that sabotaged myself and my path. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's why. Well, that's amazing. Wow. So exciting. I mean, I think that you are just a complete goddess. I love watching. You. I am super excited to keep following you and see how things go. Right. Uh, okay. Now, so yep. I want to ask you one more thing before I let you go. Um, yep. Tell me about, I know that you're involved with a foundation that has mm -hmm. a very conscious cause. I would mm -hmm. love for you to tell us about that and where we can access that information to such an amazing cause. Okay. 
So I am the vice president of the Teresa Kamal Foundation. So this is a foundation over in Pakistan that supports orphan children, widowed women, and sick elderly. So in Pakistan, um, like other parts of the world, there's no government to support um, orphans, children with no parents. There's no government to support women who've lost their, their husbands or their partners or people that are alone. So these children, um, in these communities quite literally have the clothes on their back and are looking for meals every day. And the Teresa Kamal Foundation is about supporting them. And it's about looking after the people and the most vulnerable people that nobody really wants to look at, right? We are talking about a class system uh, in Pakistan and lots of other parts of the world where if you are not high class, middle class, you are quite literally nothing. And it is very difficult to survive. So our foundation is about providing dignity to these people and giving them resources. And we are totally funded by donations. Right now, a portion of every everything I sell goes right to the foundation. Um, I don't get paid for it. It is completely my service and my sole service to you know this planet. Because um, I've been a single mom also, right? And pretty fucking blessed compared to what it would be like over there, right? I had mm -hmm. support. I had those things. So you can go to our website, Foundation, or on Facebook. You can see if you're on my page, I have, we have a Facebook page that you can also follow us on. So we take donations, you guys. Um, cash, do not cash donations, but like financial money donations. Mm -hmm. Yes. And everything goes into the local community. So I, I don't want to say, hey, let's collect clothes, guys, and send it over there to the kids. That is the stupidest thing we can do. One, they're not dressed in traditional wear, as the typical children are. And we're not supporting the local economy to move, right? Mm, we're just kind yeah. of band-aiding a situation. So right. I really want to provide solutions. Right. right. Independent, and, not totally. Yeah. Not external dependence. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, okay. So definitely um, check out the foundation, go to Shelly's page on Facebook and check that out as well. Um, yes. When is the fight? It is going to be the end of June. So I signed the contract. She said she's signing over or sending over the final contract tonight. So Woo. I'm signing it and it's all in. There's no rules, you guys. There's no fucking rules. I'm like, oh, but I like my face. But, you know, we're going to be okay. <laughs> oh, I do. Shoot. I really like my face. But I like your face, she likes too. Her face too. She likes her face too. So I'm like, we're going to have a problem here because you're beautiful. I'm beautiful. Like, can we be easy on the face? And she's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. So the end of June. And yes. then. You're in Canada, right? I'm in Canada. Yes. In Canada. Okay. So we're just going to have to keep up with you, Shelly. You're going to have to keep it. I'm going to keep you guys posted. And yeah, it would be you really come cool. Back? You want to come back before the fight? I would love to. I would I'm love back. to show you guys the difference. Um, just, I wonder what I'm going to look like in three months. Training this hard? Oof. Oh, girl. Oh, I can't right? wait. I can't wait. Oh, my yeah, God. I can't wait either. Is there any final thought that you, anything else that you want to say, leave us with? I want to leave you with this. If there's something you want to do, or there's something you feel called to, or there's something you know you got to do, do it. One 
one action step in a new direction keeps the momentum going. And the thing I want to say, this is what I want to say. You can never know the whole fucking path one step. And you just do one step, that step's done, next step, done. And you don't have to know where you're going, but you'll get to where you're meant to be. Good? Oh, I love that. That is so beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Amazing yes. mom. I thank mean, you. you are just a cool chick. I'm so honored that we found one another. I look forward to following you to continue to see your journey. Um, and we will definitely have you back. I want to say one thing. Please do. You. I want to say one thing about you. When you messaged me and I'm like listening to you and reading your messages, I went on your profile after and I'm watching your things and I'm like, is she even real? Stop. Is she fuck seriously? Seriously. You have something in you. I would it's probably quite similar to me, but it's like boom. Like there's some there's something there. And I'm like, I think she's real. I think she's oh, real. You are real, obviously. But it, that means a ton. It really does. It means a ton. You're doing amazing work too. And I can feel your bigger perspective and how you're pulling it down and narrowing it down for people, which is amazing. So oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, hey, we'll keep following each other. I'm, yeah, I'm right. honored to have you as a friend. I look forward to getting to know you more. Yes, me too. Thank you for honoring me with this time. And I Thank hope you, you have an amazing evening with your family. Thank you. You too. All right. Thanks, Shelly. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. All right, you guys. We'll be back next week. Remember, you have a unique, specific frequency that no one else has to offer in this world. So share it with the world, baby. Bye, guys. Have a great night. Bye, Bye Shelly. Bye.